0: Deep in the heart of Appalachia, guys set out on a quest to create the greatest podcast. i uh, sorry,
1: dude. I uh, thought we agreed on the correct pronunciation of Appalachia.
0: No, dude. We, we've talked about this. We've talked about this over and over and over. It's it's pronounced Appalachia. Listen, freaking angels and the women got together. That's how we got Bigfoot. That's how we got vampires. That's why we got all of this stuff. These... Ancient Appalachian mountains that are literally older than bones. There's old entities here. When you start finding out more about them, they start finding out more about you.
1: Good Lord, sir. <laughs> this goose has gone rabbit. And you think you're just going to run up with your little sword on the king of the Goose Squad?
0: Listen, the old entities of Middle Appalachia are unexplainable, mm. they are eerie, breach, and they are one of these
1: things that will keep us, the hill folks, and the people who live in the area constantly searching for answers mm. that they probably will never ever find. And this is why we love Appalachian Intelligence.
0: Hey, hey, folks, and welcome back to another episode of AI, Appalachian Intelligence. Your hosts here with you today are Justin Kaiser and Ryan Ratloff. We're coming to you today from the camper studio on beautiful Pleasure Drive. Uh, we got a super interesting topic for you guys today. Um, today, we're going to be diving into the paranormal, the supernatural, uh, more specifically into ghosts and hauntings. Um, we've been really excited about this episode. We have a lot of conversations on this topic, uh, between myself and Ryan, and we have two totally different viewpoints. I'll go ahead and tell you that coming into this thing, um, completely different viewpoints and I'll let, I'll give Ryan the floor first, allow him to explain his thoughts, um, on the paranormal, uh, specifically, like I said, ghosts and hauntings. Uh, so Ryan, take it away.
1: Yeah. So uh, as far as uh, ghosts and hauntings, anything like that, um, I don't really believe in that. It's uh, I don't want I don't want anybody who feels like they've had an experience to feel like I'm calling you a liar or anything. I'm not saying that science technically can't prove that ghosts exist or that they don't exist, rather. But logically speaking, and in my viewpoint, um uh, religiously speaking, you know, now whatever religion you are, I don't know of any religion that talks about ghosts or anything like that, you know. So um actually taking the notes on this, Justin, I laughed a lot because um wow. <laughs> wow. And they say it so matter-of-factly on these websites when you look up types of ghosts and types of hauntings and all that. I mean, they are dead serious. And basically, if a clairvoyant says it, then that's scientific fact, apparently. That's... Lord have mercy.
0: That's the way they make it seem. Um, That's definitely the way they make it seem. And I know that you did um, put in quite a bit of, of research into... You know specific hauntings and specific topics and and you know different entities and and forces and all this and that. Um, but my viewpoint on the whole thing is, I've had experiences, um, and on this episode, I'm going to share some of those experiences with you guys. I've seen enough to to never be able to say I can't believe or I don't believe um, now my viewpoint on the entire topic is a little different than what most paranormal experts or or whatever they want to call themselves, you know, these these ghost hunters, these people that go out and and you know find, try to find these these ghosts. Okay? I believe in the paranormal. I believe in the supernatural. I believe that the experiences that millions and millions and millions of people Today and all throughout history, look, I'm sure there's some crackpots in there that are just making stuff up to sound cool or to have a good story, all right? But in my mind, there's no way that millions and millions and millions of people are just going to make this up, especially when they can tell you these stories or talk about these things, and you can watch the goosebumps raise on their arms and the hair stand up on their arms, and you know that they're given an emotional account of something that really plagued them or terrorized them at a certain point. Or not even that. If it's if it was a um, loved one that they claim to have seen, um, t- to bring them some sort of comfort. And with those experiences, I just can't discount them. Number one, I can't discount them because I've had these experiences as well. But number two, even with millions and millions and millions of these accounts, if one is true, it changes the game. And you said it earlier that science can't prove or disprove these things. You know, it, it's out of it's out of what we can see or, or what we can calculate or collect data from. You know, this, the, you can't apply the scientific method to ghosts. Okay, but what I believe these things are. You know, as I've stated on here before, I'm a Christian. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, um, and my faith is extremely important to me. So when I first got saved, and still believed in these things, I had to make I, I had to figure that out. I had to come to terms with okay, how can I believe and know that that I've seen what I've seen, but also have faith in Jesus Christ and believe the Bible to be true, the true Word of God. Okay, so I went down some studying and and time spent in prayer and in the Word. And what I fully believe wholeheartedly is I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe that lost loved ones are just lingering around or lost anybody. I don't believe when, when somebody passes away that they just linger here to, to come and visit or haunt whoever they want to. I don't believe there's a bunch of practical joker dead people out there that are, that's, that's what they're doing is just coming around and and pulling pranks. What I do believe is that there are spiritual realms. I believe in heaven and hell. I believe in God and Satan. I believe in angels and demons. I believe that. Satan is roaming the earth looking whom he may devour right now. And along with him are demons. So I believe that all of these experiences can be related back to demons. I I believe they all can be. I believe that demons, the demonic are powerful enough to be able to, to be able to translate and make you see whatever they want you to see to make you have whatever experience that is. If you see a little girl, um, say you see a little girl apparition and she's saying, Hey Ryan, come, come play with me. Come play with me. I believe that's a demon that's trying to get access to you through the
1: well, first of all, there's laws against that. I just don't go play with random little girls. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Uh, in my studying on this subject that I did, there is a part about demonic activity, and that is one of the ways it says that they come after you. It's like they may look. Uh, actually, it made it say um, some of these I can't even read. Like I'm like yeah and this one wait do I read you this one? like what so uh, there's they're described in three different ways, okay. This is demonic activity. We're not talking about. I'm gonna go over the types of ghosts here in a minute, okay, ghosts. I couldn't quote them in my notes on my phone <laughs> right. uh, just for our listeners i actually hand wrote these notes out in a notebook because i not only did i want to read it i wanted to write it so that's two times it's passed through my brain you know through actions wrote all these notes like three pages worth of notes just on this i hadn't even finished my notes yet i was just going to put the rest in my phone and uh Took my notebook into work for Justin to go over. So he would, you know, he'd kind of see where I was at. I could kind of see where he was at. And then I get home, I shower off, I eat dinner, and I leave for Justin's in my wife's car and left my notebook full of notes in my car. Boo. <clears throat> so ghost isn't uh quoted on my notes, but you could just put them in your head. Yes, yeah, I got that. Every time
0: you say ghost, I see the air quotes. You see the air quotes.
1: Ghost. And I'm going to do it also. (laughs) So just know, listeners, every time I say ghost or anything, sounds ridiculous, I'll be air quoting. So they're described in three ways. As angelic, a being of beauty that will manipulate the person to commit something that is sinful or out of the ordinary. Kind of like what you were saying. Right. Uh, Horrific evil looking. Some people claim they have seen demons that are incredibly hideous to look at. I believe demons do this for the scare effect because they're supposed to feed off that emotion, the fear and things like that. Uh, black mist, black fog, black shadow, black smoke. This is on the internet. We didn't say that. I don't know why it's all black, but that's what they associate demons with. Um. Oh, apparently, it copied the note twice, and I was about to read the same thing.
0: Good thing you caught that.
1: So, anyway... um. That's the way they appear to people or the way these folks. And they've probably done a lot more research into this than I have. Um,
0: Well, but they go in and they research it with a, if you go into something with an an already established opinion, you can find whatever you're looking for. Oh, yeah. If, If you already have it established in your mind, this is what I'm seeking out this is what I'm seeking out. Then that's what you're going to find. Um, so, and I think me and you are, are both really good about keeping a a completely open mind, going into something, going into research something, or, you know, even listening in conversation, those viewpoints and stuff to not pass judgment, to, uh, not go, not go into it with an already established viewpoint. Um, now look don't get me wrong there are certain things that I'm not going to bend on I'm strong in my faith I believe in God I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God I believe that you know wholeheartedly and that's not going to change for me that's that's set in stone but almost everything else I'm totally open to I'm completely open if if I have a an opinion on something and I hear or see enough evidence to go against that I'm not too big or too closed off to say, okay, I was wrong. But going back to you know, this topic, I've had these experiences. So it's 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 just hard for me. It's hard for me to scoff at everything. Now look, some of these stuff, you know, orbs, the ectoplasma. Or plasm, however you pronounce it, um, you know, all these different things, yeah. I mean, look, now
1: that's Ghostbusters.
0: That's, yeah,
1: that's, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I think uh, Ray and uh, Egon Ray was the first one, yeah, with Slimer, yep, and put Ectoplasma. This is what we're talking about. These people, these people
0: believe that was the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, right? The one yes, with at the end, yeah, yes. Yeah, Egon was the the dude that came out of the painting,
1: right? Egon was the tall Ghostbuster with glasses.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Actually, the- he's the
1: only one from that movie that I think's passed away.
0: Yeah, I think you're right.
1: Because Rick Moran, all I those guys right. uh, are still alive.
0: Yeah, they uh, they actually just made a like a a sequel to that thing that I read reviews and. They were actually pretty good. Yeah, like the I'm, reviews were pretty good.
1: I want to watch it. Plus, it's
0: got Paul Rudd, and anything yes. with Paul Rudd is is good.
1: And uh, the original Ghostbusters. So Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, the, you, you, the, with them coming back, it's going to be awesome.
1: Uh, yes. Anything.
0: So, you take a stance against every bit of this.
1: Well, not all of it. I was, and I'm not a practicing Christian. It's how I was raised. It's, uh, and by what I mean by practicing is I don't live the way a Christian should live.
0: Well, none of us do.
1: No. But... I don't, you know, I can't remember the last time I've been to church or anything like that. But I cannot, br- at the same time, I cannot bring myself to say that I don't believe in any of that. Uh, I still try to look at things logically, scientifically. There's got to be some sort of explanation, anything like that. Um, but as far as all the other stuff, nope. Uh not even a little bit i've never had any and my wife is she's had experiences and she uh, she gets mad at me when i say she's like i'm telling you this happens my sister told me that one day i was video chatting with her i told her we were gonna have this podcast we would bring this up because you believe in ghosts and i don't believe in any of that crap and she goes I believe in ghosts. I seen one. I was like, "Are you sure? Are you sure you seen one?" <laughs> but
0: well, see, that's the thing. Let's get it right. I don't believe in ghosts. I believe in demons, spiritual that can project whatever they want to project. I believe that. I believe that we are in a spiritual war every day. You know whether. Um, n- no matter where you are in your faith, okay and I believe that certain things happen at certain times in people's lives to either steer them away from the faith or to uh, persecute them while in the faith if that makes sense. so with that I mean that's my thing I believe that that when I believe wholeheartedly that when a person dies when a person dies, there's two destinations that that they go to. It's a heaven or a hell. it's to be with God or a separation from God in our our soul, our, our consciousness is to go to those one of those two places. Our physical form is to be here wherever they decide to put it, whether they bury you six feet under or cremate you and, and scatter your ashes somewhere or you know what whatever. However your physical form is left here on earth to await the time of the judgment. And when that judgment comes, you know, the dead in Christ, it says the dead in Christ will rise first and and meet the Lord in the air. Uh, I believe that's when our consciousness, our souls will reunite with our physical forms that were left here to create a glorified body. Like when Jesus, you know, died on the cross and resurrected three days later. And he came out of the tomb in a glorified body. Um, so with that, I think that's what it is. I think all the paranormal, all the supernatural that, that gets reported. And and I think it's all, I think it's all demonic, dude. You know, and I watch some of these shows and some of this stuff, you know, my son loves anything spooky. You know, if we go to a a city, we're going, if we're on vacation anywhere or take a trip anywhere, we're doing a ghost tour because he, he just loves it. He always has from the time he's been a little kid and that kind of goes into the story a little bit, you know, and because and he, Connor was a big part of, of my experiences and how that affected him or how much he's able, I know he can't remember it. He has no memories of it, but what subconsciously could it have done? Um. But yeah, I mean, I just, that's, that's what I believe. Is it's not like I'm sorry if you have seen a, a loved one that come that has comforted you in a time, I believe that God can allow these things to happen. And by that I don't mean that God is gonna send, you know, if I die, I don't believe that God is gonna send me back every now and then to check up on Monica and and the kids to make sure that they're okay and allow them to see me. And that's not what I'm saying, but I believe in a time of great discomfort, God can give these visions to give comfort. I mean, I think that he can, you know, he's God, he can do whatever he wants to do ultimately, but in a time of comfort, especially for a believer, I believe he can give these visions. He can give these, these little senses of of reassurance to, to say, you know what? He's, he's good. I've got him. So, what I experiences or what I experienced, I believe, looking back now, was demonic. And I believe that everything can be explained away with that. I believe that we, like I said, we're all in a spiritual battle, and Satan and his forces are out there to to try to hurt us, to try to stop us. If we are children of God. Okay, if we are children of God, and, okay, if I wanted to get at you, Ryan, if I wanted to get at you, but there was no actual physical way I could harm you or do anything to you, what's the next best thing that I could do to hurt you? Just go after your kids, right? Yeah, of course. That's, that's the way I see it. That's the way I see this entire game while we're here on Earth, is Satan— and his band, and I'm not talking about you know in a fiddle contest down in Georgia. I'm talking about his his you arm. Lost that anyway. can't <laughs> he go did. back. And he was judging it. I mean, he was judging it. How do you lose a contest? You're well, that judging.
1: That shows you how stupid the devil is. Yeah. That's,
0: um, I mean, we have satanists. Trickster. We have people that worship Satan, and they're literally worshiping an entity that lost to a fiddle, lost in a fiddle contest that he was judging. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: But anyway, and he had a band to back him up. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Whatever. He did, he so
0: didn't have a band to back him up. <clears throat> but with that, let me give you one one scripture. Okay. Okay. And it was Paul's writing, the Apostle Paul, out of the Book of Ephesians, chapter six, verse twelve. Okay. And it says, "For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities." against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. To me, I think that that scripture alone is, if you believe the Bible to be truth, like I do, I believe that scripture alone is saying, hey, look, there's a battle going on around you all the time that you can't see. It's happening in heavenly places. It's a spiritual battle in heavenly places, which is a realm that you can't see, but you're a part of, and you're in the middle of it. That's the way I look at that.
1: Hmm. That was word for word what it said. And I'm not going to say that's not true. um, Like I said, there's no scientific evidence that can disprove... Ghosts exist, or whatever you know, spirits, whatever you want to call them. So, well, with that being said, whatever you want to call them, I had the types of ghosts and spirits. Okay, and uh, these were all the notes I wrote down and then left in the car. But luckily, I found them and was able to just put them into my notepad on my phone. But so, types of ghosts and spirits. The number one is the interactive personality. The most common of all ghosts spotted is usually of a deceased person, someone you know, a family member, or perhaps even a historical figure. Uh, These ghosts can be friendly or not, but often show themselves to others in a variety of ways. Um, So uh, they can become visible, speak or make noises, touch you, or even emit an odor like perfume or cigar smoke. That's random. Let you know, just to let you know that they're there. But um, experts, (laughs) that was a quote, (laughs) say that this type of ghost retains its former personality of when they were alive and can feel emotions. Huh. Wow. Shows what you know, Justin. Yeah. Yeah. Shows what I know. And often they are visiting you to comfort you or let you know something important. So... If you happen to see a lost loved one, chances are they're there because they feel you want or need to see them. Hmm. Now, here's where we get into the fun stuff. <laughs> Number two, the ectoplasm or ectomist. Ever seen a mist or fog that almost looks like it's swirling? It's not the wind blowing. No, no. It's ectoplasm. <laughs> it's If it's foggy out and it's swirling, trust me, there's no wind blowing. It's ghosts, and they're in ectoplasm form. Don't go near it. You'll get slimed. (laughs) I can't take these people seriously. Okay, and just so happens when they're caught in videos and photographs, they show up white or gray or even black, because most of the time when it's foggy, it's nighttime, am I correct? So if the wind happened to be blowing, swirling, mist around fog around every once in a while you come into a little clearing so maybe through that fog you see a little black spot or what color is fog
0: no that's ectoplasm yeah you're right ectoplasm Um, well fog is white or gray. gray
1: and it says they show up white gray or black in photos and videos hmm so if you're ever driving through a Foggy area. Just get the camera out, folks, because you're witnessing um, the paranormal around there. Yeah, that's that's go viral. So
0: ridiculous. Go completely viral with one photo.
1: The poltergeist.
0: Great movie. It is a really good movie.
1: (laughs) Perhaps one of the most popular terms most of us have heard. Um, and the word actually means noisy ghost. Noisy ghost. Or... Um, yeah. Is that German? I think it...
0: Is poltergeist? I is think that,
1: it is German. Is that a German word that means um,
0: noisy ghost?
1: And I don't think it actually... I think it... I don't think it says noisy ghost. I think it's um, a very loud ghost, or it says like um, yeah. ghosts that make noise. It, Just it's a weird yeah, translation. Basically, noisy ghost. Yeah, But... Oh, God, it's, um, so let me figure out where I was here. While many of us us have heard of them before, Poltergeist is actually supposed to be the rarest form of haunting. Really? Even though we probably know it because the movie. I mean, that's what you hear. So automatically someone talks about ghosts or things, you think? It's a poltergeist. You you got a poltergeist in your house. And a lot of people misuse that term also. Well,
0: yeah. Well, a lot of people, that's, that's the thing. They don't know. You know, this is one of those things that the deeper you dive into it, the more there is to find. And a lot of that is from, like you said, I don't want to take away from anybody's experiences. But when you have people that are just speaking in the hypothetical and claiming it to be true, that's a crackpot.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They say this stuff so matter-of-factly. Yeah. That's what... Oh, God. it's what gets me about this website. This is, I mean, these people are serious. They are... Yeah. Here's my favorite one. Now, when I hand-wrote this out, I added a little side note to it. Orbs. Orbs. Jesus, God. Orbs are probably the most photographed type of anomaly. Let me go ahead and tell you why. Because when you use a camera, especially these high-definition cameras that come on our phones and the ones we pay for, these digital cameras, there is dust particles in the air, people. (laughs) And if one just so happens to float close enough to your lens, guess what you pick up? And I orb. love I love the ones on the videos and they're like look it just it just goes around the room like it's crazy like look at this thing going everywhere like it's it's a dust particle it's there's a natural current to every building you're in if a, if a building couldn't breathe okay it would just rot down and fall in on itself so yes buildings breathe just like we breathe just like the earth technically breathes through yeah. barometric pressure and all that um. So guess what? Dust is, it. I mean when it attaches itself to something, yeah, it's it's done. But until then, it floats around like it's crazy. It's it's dust particles. And then the
0: lighting it's, off of these cameras is what makes it look like it's well, I, glowing or an orb. Exactly. The yeah.
1: flash um everything, the flash of your camera, the lighting they use when they're videoing these dark rooms and they're talking about, "Oh my god, look at this. I didn't see it when I was filming it." But <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. You know, I was feeling sick at that moment, too. I wonder. I wonder. It did get cold. It did get cold. Let me tell you something, folks. Ghost hunters, paranormal activity shows, and the Kardashians are ruining this country. (laughs) They are destroying your brains. Listen to me. Turn off Fox. Turn off CNN. Don't watch any reality TV.
0: I agree completely with that. Agree. completely. Oh, my gosh.
1: Just... Listen. Oh, those guys kill me. I told you about that video I watched. The guy was see the exact moment my father's spirit leaves his body. Now, this guy probably really believes that. And it may be comforting to him because he put, I think he actually put ascended into heaven, the exact moment my father. You know, maybe he may find comfort in that. So I don't want to downplay his experience. But my wife was watching this video, so I'm like, oh, "Okay, let's see what happens. Let's let's see this spirit." And um, it was an orb, and I just thought you should be punching the face because <laughs> if your dad could see you right now, he'd be so disappointed. Just and if he could read your post, it would be worse. It's yeah, okay. Number five, funnel ghosts.
0: Funnel I know, ghosts. Yeah.
1: I'd never heard anything called a funnel ghost before.
0: Is that like ghosts that really love funnel cakes? Because Uh, that's what kind of ghost I would be. I love funnel cakes.
1: I do too, that strawberry covering on it and all
0: that. Powdered (laughs) sugar and a little bit of chocolate syrup. Oh
1: man. It's great. So these are most often spotted in homes or old historical buildings. The funnel ghost or... Vortex is <laughs> frequently associated with a cold spot. And there it is. There it is. You know, um do you know why uh our grandparents and great grandparents called their refrigerators ice boxes? No, because it why? literally used to be an ice box. Right like you would have the man would come around, he would sell ice, they'd put this big chunk of ice, and guess where they put it? In a box. In the icebox. Guess what part of the icebox they put it in? The top. You want to know why? Because cold air falls, whereas heat rises. Rises. So, let's say we're walking down a a tight corridor. And then we just so happen to come into a large space that we're investigating. Right. Now, because... The amount of space increased within just a few seconds of itself. Guess what that's going to do to the ambient temperature around you? It's going to fall. It's it's it's, it's going to decrease. It has to. It has the the heat has to account for more space. It's it rises, cold air falls. So guess what? We're not walking on the ceiling, folks. <laughs> uh, we we unless you're demon possessed, I guess. So they usually take on the shape of a swirling funnel. It's <laughs> just all could just swirling about people. This is a <laughs> there's glitter or stripper dust as I like to call it. And most paranormal experts believe they are a loved one returning for a visit or even former resident of the home, appearing as a wisp of light <laughs> and swirling spiral of light. They're often caught in photographs or on video.
0: I love watching how animated. This is one of those episodes that I wish we had a camera and were, was going ahead and videoing this. For YouTube. For YouTube.
1: We've got to come back to this when we get a YouTube yeah, flap. definitely.
0: Because I wish that the listeners could see how animated you are right now talking
1: about uh, this. My hat is raised up to the top of my head. <laughs> That only happens when I'm drinking <laughs> or when I'm excited, okay? But uh, so those are the five types of ghosts, of ghosts, gotcha, quote, unquote, gotcha. So now we get into the types of haunting. Okay. Okay. So the first one we have on our list, it's a residual haunting activity. So when you're thinking, of, you know, we're not talking about residences or anything like that, we're just talking about. A residual, residual energy yes residual haunting activity can occur when something traumatic stressful occurs such as a murder or rape murder things like that negative energy is literally blasted into the atmosphere it's this is the Big Bang theory of ghosts okay <laughs> it's blasted into the atmosphere causing the atmosphere to imprint or record the events. So examples would be uh Civil War battlefields where everybody are always right, seeing right. the Civil War soldiers. Yeah. Okay. So much negative energy.
0: Now, I am a believer in energies. Okay. Do I necessarily believe that um there's gonna be a, a like actual visual energy left there that's just in a constant time loop? You know, with this residual haunting like you're explaining, I don't necessarily believe that, but I do believe that where negative or uh, where there may be dark forces or dark things have happened, I believe there can be a negative energy there that people can feel, um... You know, you, get these overwhelming. Do
1: you think it could be a psychological thing because we know that that traumatic event the, happened what, there? But
0: what if these cases where people don't know? Where what if these cases? You know, I've walked into places before myself and just had a bad feeling, just just a terrible feeling, just a a, a pit in my stomach, and just an overwhelming uh, emotion of just that's just negative and not knowing what is going on there or what has happened there. And then, you know, look into it or hear people talking about the place or whatever, and realize that things have happened, you know, that negative things have happened. And again, maybe that's, maybe that's still all in, and dwelled into the, the spiritual realm. Um, maybe that's still the battle of, of, Dark versus light, good versus evil. You know, maybe these energies are just different, different places because that's you know, possibly where these things dwell, or, you know, I I don't know. And I think that's what's so interesting about this topic is nobody really knows.
1: Like there's no I know. (laughs) I know that negative energy doesn't blast into the atmosphere (laughs) and imprint itself (laughs) into the atmosphere. Okay, and record a live event of all this tragic shit happening <laughs> holy lord this this is ridiculous, justin that's ridiculous, all right, poltergeist activity now, I didn't write this down in my other notebook because uh-huh. basically it's saying the same thing as the other one, yeah, um, oh, and by the way, at the end of that other note, uh. It says, many times you have heard ghost stories where people can hear the sounds of a party. Hmm. So, was there so much... Like on The Shining. I guess. They hear music, singing, dancing, laughter, and when they enter the room where they hear the party, there is no one there. Residual haunting activity can be the specters of living beings. Hmm. So...
0: Yeah, I don't believe that.
1: Okay, is that the oh, uh, residual haunting activity can also be caused by positive energy blasted into the atmosphere. I did not see that part of it. So that's what I was going to ask. So, so, so much positive energy was coming out of these people. Like, uh, all 100 people were so positive at that moment <laughs> <laughs> that someday some dumbass is going to so, come along and say, my God, these were some positive-ass <laughs> people around here. Look at so, those people. I can hear them partying. So...
0: The positive, for enough positive energy to be blasted, it takes a party. It takes an entire I, I, party of people. I would But assume. for enough negative energy to be blasted, it just takes like one or two. You know,
1: a murder or suicide. Sure. Apparently, it just takes two. Well, there you go. Or, yeah, I guess it could be. There you go. Now you know. I guess it could be a suicide, but the poltergeist... So, actually, right here, uh, the German word meaning noisy spirits is poltergeist. Noisy spirits. Noisy spirits is what that said. Okay. So, I'm not really going to go over that one because it says the same thing as when I'm... And then, earlier, we kind of covered demonic activity. Yeah. I do like their explanation. Demons are entities that never had a mortal human form. Uh, the origins are extraterrestrial and why if you believe that God and his angels are from the heavens that would make them extraterrestrial if Satan and one third of the angels rebelled against God's kingdom then Satan and one third of the angels that became demons are also extraterrestrials so they call them uh, but here's where they went directly into the crazy (laughs) And for them to even compare this to Einstein's theory of relativity makes me want to hunt them down. And so please take that off there. And don't you ever use his name again. Um, so that is why they never had mortal human form because they're extraterrestrial. Einstein said that E equals MC squared, which means energy equals mass times the speed of light squared can be converted into matter and matter into energy. That's true. Demons are pure energy entities. They are described in three different ways. We went over that. Yeah. And let's keep going. So back to Einstein's theory. As matter beings, we are all... Energy beings on the quantum level. True again. Yeah. Uh, uh, quantum physics is the theory of everything tiny. So that's all the particles, ions, cells, protons, neutrons, everything that makes you up. Everything that makes
0: everything. Everything that makes up everything.
1: Everything that makes everything. You know, in our in our galaxy, everything, even the sun, we're all made of the same stuff. Yeah. Everything's made of the same stuff. Um. So, we are made up of atoms and neutrons. As matter, energy beings, we have intelligence. Correct. So, while we live, we have an energy aura that surrounds our living bodies. (laughs) This aura, and I think mine's rainbow colored. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this aura is created by the millions of electrical currents that are created through our bodies. Okay. Mm-hmm. See there? You, you thought it was just firing off those little synapses so your brain could work right. No, it's your aura. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you know, also, <laughs> did you know there is a $250 massage you can get? Where the masseuse never touches you, they just heal your aura. Really? People are paying two hundred and fifty dollars to have their
0: their aura massaged, healed,
1: rearranged. Huh? Wow!
0: I knew I should have been a masseuse. mm,
1: What they should do is bring the two hundred fifty dollars man. I'll slap the dog shit out of (laughs) him. And say, thank aura, you for
0: coming. Aura's healed. Your aura is Dime.
1: healed. Uh, guess what? There's no such thing as aura. Now get the hell out of here. <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh. So this aura is created by the millions of electrical currents that are created through our bodies. Our brains... No, get this. This is how they worded this, because I copied this from their website our brains creates brain waves no that's how they put it
0: brain waves come from your brain no
1: our brain now listen to how i said this our <laughs> brains creates brain waves that's a more good explanation right there i'll tell was... you what oh my gosh
0: whoever wrote this is from hayside <laughs> has they're to from, be no
1: they're from harley for sure <laughs> um <laughs> So our brains create any, any listeners from waves.
0: Hurley. Any listeners from Hurley? That was I Ryan. Meant every word that of it. was that came out of Ryan's mouth, not Justin's.
1: My cousin's married to a Hurley girl, and I make those jokes all the time.
0: <laughs> I was born in West Virginia. I can't say anything.
1: How's your brother? I mentioned cousin. <laughs> oh, they're the same person. Uh, so <laughs> our brains creates these brainwaves, a form of pure energy. That is transmitting our thoughts, what we see, what we feel, etc. <sighs> Some reasons that ghosts may be tied to the sight of people. Oh, tied to a sight. See, see how they worded this. Yeah, how they mixed. Yeah, tied to the sight or people to a sight. Whoever wrote this, I'm going to find out who wrote this. <laughs> <Fine> <laughs> they're getting, a, they're getting a very aggressive email. Yeah. Um, okay, so some reasons that a ghost may be tied to a site or a person. So first one is they died as a result of a traumatic event, murder, car accident, etc. So can't really put suicide in that category because they probably expected it. Right. They probably knew death was coming yeah. when they shot themselves. But, uh, the second one, Jesus, God. In every movie you've ever freaking seen about paranormal. And this is where I'm going to get into this other stuff later on debunking this stuff with not science, psychology. There you go. Okay. We have brains. We understand a lot of what the brain, not all of it, but we understand what a lot of our brain does. And we can, we've run enough tests over the years, psychological exams, just all these people, when they get these college students, hey, we'll pay you 50 bucks, come be a part of our study group. And not even, they just sit them in a room. They don't even know what they're doing. Start changing the temperature, start doing all this, start just, uh, they can run a fan at a certain, hurt. I'm going to get into this after well. All right. So, dude, unfinished business. Yeah, they just, they weren't done. So, sorry, God. Uh, sorry, devil. I, I ain't ready. I, I got. I didn't set out the trash. I got things I, to do. Jesus, God, my car needs waxed. Um, I'll
0: never be ready. I can't get anything done.
1: This one, I found hilarious. And when I wrote this note out, I put ha, 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 ha at the <laughs> end of it. The spirits may have died suddenly and not realized he or she is dead. Well, there you go. <laughs> I just can't figure it out george i'm uh, you can't hear me you won't respond to me i walked through the kitchen wall i don't know what's going on there's somebody laying on our bathroom floor <laughs> looks a lot like me looks a lot like me it could be my sister <laughs> looks just like me i mean come on come on <laughs> <laughs> the living loved ones are so emotionally distraught they can't let go. Okay, that kind of flows in what you were talking about earlier. Maybe God yeah. gives you a vision, something yeah. like that. Okay. Doesn't make it a ghost. No. A vision is not a ghost. No. Okay, the spirit is emotionally connected to their loved ones. Hmm. Uh, every, everybody's connected to their loved ones. So that's a Technically, dumbass.
0: everybody's connected to everybody. If you're looking at it in a... Oh, that's deep, we're saying emotionally that's okay yeah yeah, yeah. okay emotionally okay connected. okay yeah
1: so if blowjo down the street that i don't know dies it's not going to affect me like it would correct his, okay his i got
0: partner. you i got you
1: um but the spirit is emotionally connected to their loved ones but it everybody is yeah like yeah so everybody that dies just becomes a ghost because we're connected to our families that's right. what they're saying like just ridiculous but They cannot rest due to an injustice done to them. I will not enter hell until that man is hung. (laughs) See to it, judge. The arrogance of those dudes. Yeah. How dare... Who do you think you are? We don't owe you shit. I don't care. (laughs) You go on to wherever you're going. I'm just assuming it's hell. But... Okay. And then the last one, fear of the other side or judgment. Well, that's again, everybody. Again, that's everybody. Also, um, from what I understand in the Bible, once you die, it's pretty much that's too late. Yeah. You're going where you're going. Like God doesn't look down like, oh, God, they're so afraid. We can't send them yet. Hold on. Don't push that button.
0: Well, when you stand there and, and receive judgment. Or not stand there when you kneel before the Lord and judgment is being passed. It's not going to be like you know, there's not going to be a trial. You know, there's no, no there's not going to be a, uh, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, you did this, but you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I know that you, you might have thought a little, it's not going to be that.
1: Yeah,
0: it's not going to be that.
1: Come on, man.
0: It's going to be. Did you hear about me? Did anybody share the gospel? Did you know the name Jesus Christ? Did you?
1: I knew a Jesus from Home Depot, but I didn't know them. <laughs> did <laughs> Did you
0: ask Jesus to be a part of your life? To come into your heart, surrender your life to Him. If not, then sorry, That's sorry, it.
1: Charlie. That's it. So again, all that was covering. Now, this is the type of hauntings we were in. After we got done with demonic activity, we went into the type of hauntings that was intelligent or interactive activity. Now we're getting into one that uh, you explicitly tell me not to talk crap about, but I'm going to. (laughs) Because you don't tell me.
0: (laughs) And I've already decided that I'm not even going to counter this one right now.
1: Okay.
0: I'm not even going to counter it. I'm saving it for an, a completely different episode.
1: Oh, you're going to come at me with uh Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Cuz I'm coming at you pretty hard right now. Okay. On the things that uh you know you look at, you believe in and um my mind can't wrap around it. Dude. Hey, it's... come at me. Come at me, bro. Oh, I'm coming at you, bro, like a spider monkey. That's <laughs> Okay, so now we have the ones you told me not to talk about. Oh, no, you didn't tell me not to speak about them. You told me, don't diss those dudes. They're real. However, shadow people or shadow creatures activity. This type of haunting activity that has no real explanation. They are different from ghosts. They are usually shapeless, dark masses. Uh, Mostly seen with your peripheral vision, go figure. Uh, They are known to do things that are different from ghosts. They can move between walls. They have no human features. They wear no clothes, except for the infamous hat Hat man. man. And uh, a hooded figure, shadow creatures. People who encounter them have a feeling of dread. (laughs) That was what they had on it. (laughs) <laughs> there you go <laughs> well I would just assume that if there was a shadowy hat man in my room I'd I'd be pretty dreadful that's yeah. um that's
0: pretty much a given
1: I wouldn't be looking forward to it no. that's
0: oh god okay the only thing that I'm gonna say about this
1: one you couldn't help yourself
0: the only thing that I'm gonna say about this one and I know that it, it sounds like I'm, I'm just keep beating a dead horse here
1: no pun intended since we're talking about the dead um but just to be clear, none of the specters we talked about were horses. <laughs> they could be. And no animals were harmed. What if this, it was a me.
0: super positive or super negative horses that energy got blasted out into the atmosphere?
1: I would just imagine that the uh, these Civil, uh, War. Civil War horses you and the ones from when uh, Custard and yep. all them were battling. And those the natives were the indigenous peoples were riding these wild Stallions. stallion. They tame these Mustangs themselves, you know. Yep. But yeah.
0: Okay, the only but thing... about none that, of them are the horses. The only thing that I'm going to say about this one is, I believe this is demonic in its purest form. Okay? I don't believe that this is a projection. I don't believe that this is a trick. I don't believe that this is an energy. I don't believe that it's... Uh, uh, I don't believe this is any kind of game... That it's just straight
1: demon. It's
0: Well, I don't even know if it's straight demon because I don't know exactly what they're supposed to look like in their pure form. I don't think anybody can say that they do because, well, just like, I mean, that was kind of right. They are energy beings because they've never had a, a a mortal, human, physical form. Well, I can't say physical because, you know, they could. it. Go back to Genesis, but that's a, that's for another different time. Um, but I believe it, it's closer to the purest form of these dark forces. Okay, that's all I'm really going to say about that. And and when I do give my account in a little bit, you'll hear more about that.
1: Okay. So now, after shadow people, again, you'll have a feeling of dread. If Obviously, you one. Comes portal hauntings. And as far as I can tell, uh the only time they're ever experienced is in a sci fi movie. <laughs> or unless whoever, you're talking about whoever wrote this in their brain.
0: Unless you're talking about Skinwalker Ranch. There's a lot of portal haunting experiences that have been delivered from specifically from Skinwalker Ranch.
1: The the movie? No, the on place. Hulu, Skinwalker the place. Ranch. Is on, that a movie? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to watch it's on it on
0: Hulu. I'm gonna have to watch it. No, oh, the place. But I don't believe a lot of that either. I'm just, no, I'm just playing. That
1: devil. goes back to the indigenous people. I'm playing beliefs. devil's That's, advocate. Um, yeah. So, uh, let me tell you a little more more about portals. Uh, portals are thought to be doorways to another world or dimension in which entities travel through. Okay, it's speculated. So,
0: So, let me just cut in real quick. If we are in a material world and in between or amongst or stacked on top of each other, however you want to look at that, is the spiritual realms or heavenly places that the Bible speaks of, could there possibly be places due to Energy of the earth, ley lines, poles, you know, electromagnetic fields.
1: Try not to laugh.
0: Could there be <laughs> could there be places that are thinner than others?
1: I, I suppose so. I mean Sure. Then would that be a portal? But if we're talking about this kind of stuff, I mean, hell, let's make one right now.
0: (laughs) Look, I'm not conjuring anything. I'm not into all that. This is not. No, no, we're
1: not conjuring. I'm just saying that that's as ridiculous my statement as what you would just say. The polls, that's all explained through slides, okay? That's what keeps us on our axis, everything like that, all right? But I, it's energy. It, it is a it, it is a wave. Which is No it it it's a form of energy. There you go. But it's also uh a length, a measurement, everything it's it's science. Like <laughs> Did you know? So that keeps us spinning, right? Correct. Did you know that if we sped our rotation up by two-tenths of the speed, we would fling out of the universe, and we'd figure out what was out there real quick.
0: (laughs) Well, no, we wouldn't, unless uh, our residual energy...
1: It would take us about, what was it, eight minutes and 23 seconds to realize that it happened.
0: Yep, it would.
1: But our poles, one of them... It's for the penguins. The other one is for Santa Claus. It's nothing to do with anything paranormal. It's just Santa Claus. You know, man. and that
0: ruined my childhood, too, because I always thought that Santa would just be surrounded by all of these penguins. Oh, and then a, I grew up. In, in South in, in, Yeah, it. I know. I know. What's... You got a South Side and a North Side, and Santa ain't allowed on the South Side.
1: Oh. It's
0: like a turf war. That would Between penguins speed, and That would Santa. speed
1: our rotation up two-tenths, and we would fling into nothing. That may
0: be you. That may be true. <laughs> you may be correct.
1: He holds the fabric of space and time in his hands. In right
0: his there. hands.
1: But now, talking on the subject of portals, I learned a little something today from uh, Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay. Your personal astrophysicist, as he likes to say. Uh, the man is...
0: Genius. He... Beyond genius.
1: He's one of my favorite people of all time. Just... I could listen to him all day. I got his book. You know, just listening to him talk about all this and the way he explains it, the way he... He's such a great teacher. So anyway, Dark Matter. What does Neil hope it is? And what does he actually think it is? He hopes that it is another... Uh, dimension, he hopes it's another dimension that is imprinting into our dimension. Now, if that was the case, their matter would have to be six times greater than ours. Okay. Okay. So, because gravity, all that, you know, all that's through matter, everything we do like that, that would be how we would see that dark matter. Now, what is it probably, and what are scientists leaning towards? It's other matter that our known matter, it's an unknown matter, that our known matter, protons, electrons, neutrons, all that, can't interact with. Right. So, that's probably the what it is. I'm kind of with Neil, like, that would be really cool if there was, you know.
0: Well, actually, and, and this is... This is going a little off topic, but you can watch interviews right now from scientists at CERN that speak about the possibility and probability of other dimensions of quantum computers being able to access information from other dimensions. So if we're we're getting into that thought... You know, it's not just Neil deGrasse Tyson. You know, it's scientists that are working at CERN, which scares me today. That's an entirely different episode again that's coming up, CERN. Um, but yeah, I mean that's and who's to say that there's not? I mean, again, the Bible speaks about heavenly places and spiritual realms. What would that be if not a different dimension? Mm. I mean, if you're going to kind of look at it like that.
1: But technically, in explaining that dark matter, there's no openings to another dimension. It's just, that's one of the possibilities. And I thought that was cool and kind of related to this. Right, yeah. Portals. So, uh, the other thing about these, they're not limited to one location uh, or region or limited to sacred ground or anything like that. Uh, they're typically places that experience a wide array of different types of anomalous activity, such as glowing balls of light, odd creatures. Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. Never seen that type of turtle before. That must be a <laughs> demon. Strange shapes, probably out of their peripherals as they're driving by and their headlights are hitting the trees and casting shadows, whatever. Or unexplained mists or Fogs. That that shouldn't be here.
0: Ectoplasm, ectoplasm,
1: again. right there. The wind's not blowing; that it's swirling by itself. And they're expected. They are suspected to have a portal in which these energies are traveling back and forth. Oh God! So that wraps up types of ghosts and uh, hauntings.
0: So, out of everything that you just covered, everything that you read. You have zero belief in
1: all well, the that. demon activity. Okay. I mean, if you believe, if so you, you're
0: kind of on the fence if with. If you
1: believe in one, you have to know that the other one exists also. So, Correct. Yeah. And if there's spiritual warfare going on, and everything like that, then the angels are battling the air. So the rest of it is boo hockey. And I, that's right. I churched it up for you folks. Boo hockey. <laughs> Cause that's not what I'm thinking.
0: Okay, so how do you want to do this? You want me to give my experiences, and then you go into trying to debunk that, or do you want to close with that and just you start the debunking process right now?
1: I tell you what, how many experiences even though you, are you did share? Even
0: though you did, it's going to be it's 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 going to be a, a full story.
1: Okay. Let's see here.
0: I'll tell you what. Why don't I share my experiences and then you debunk that?
1: Okay. Let's do it that way. Uh, I'll tell you what. Tell your experience to a certain point. I'll raise my hand. Okay. When I have. Will you just
0: come in anytime? Possibility. Anytime that you want to come in.
1: Well, I don't in. know if it'd be an important part. I don't want to just be like, hey, forget what you're saying. You know. Gotcha. Okay. You And when you stop and point at me, that's when I'll know, hey, here's what could possibly be. And again, we're friends. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm not discounting your experience. I wholeheartedly believe that you believe what you saw is real. Yeah. And that and you know I'm not saying that about anybody else either. I mean I make my jokes. Well, they're not really jokes. It's honestly how I feel. About <laughs> it. It's I do it in a joke form to lighten it. Like, you know, it's not so bad when you get a little giggle out of yeah. it, but that's how I like to deliver bad news. That's-
0: <laughs> well, that's the best way. Let's see uh
1: Mrs. Duga uh do you know Guess who drowned in the lake today, do God, do God. (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) Terrible. But, and that's from the late, great Jerry Clower. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things ever. Okay, yeah, so, you know what, I'm just going to, while you're telling this, I'm going to keep going back and forth through these. These are just, let's see here, I mean, are they listing... Uh, so it says current science can't prove their existence, but these seven mental and environmental factors might. Okay, that's what I'm saying psychological. Okay, your environment plays a big role in your psychological. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, character absolutely and your mental factors. And I've
0: read a ton of articles too explaining um about the brain and how the brain is is nothing more than, you know, a a firing machine, you know, it's electrical, it's doing all these things. And just like, say your computer will glitch or uh, a game that you're playing, a video game will glitch that your brain will do those same things. So, especially like on these, all these things, you know, people are talking about, Oh, there's glitches in the matrix that prove that we're living in some kind of simulation, you know, whatever with that theory, Um, you know, psychology explains a lot of that away and how your brain will glitch, especially in certain things. So, I'm not against any of that. And I've had experiences in my life that I'm not even going to get into because there's the possibility that it was a glitch or it was um, just some freak, something that could have happened by outside forces or an environment that could have manipulated or caused that to happen that I took as something supernatural. So, I'm not even going to get into those things. What I'm going to get into is a series of events that happened over the course of probably six months, and and I'll shorten it down to the best of my ability.
1: Well, I hope this story won't take six months. Oh,
0: well, it may be the longest podcast in the history of the world. <laughs> we may not be the greatest podcast in the world, but we'll be the longest.
1: By George. We got the record on the length. <laughs> a whole bunch of nothing. That's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So uh I'll go ahead and get started with it. Um just a little bit of background information. Um me and my wife Monica, we started dating when I was 14 years old. Uh she was 16. Um we had our son when uh well she got pregnant when I was 16 years old, and he was born when I was 17 years old. Um she was in nursing school at the time. Um, so when he was born, you know, I decided, okay, well, you know, that's it. I'm, I'm dropping out of school. I'm getting a job. I have to support. I have a family now that I have to support. Um, so that was, that was my plan. That was my idea. Um, but her family, my family, you know, they came together in loving and supporting us. They, they wanted me to finish high school at least. You know, finished playing sports, you know, doing all the things that I loved and enjoyed. They didn't want me to miss out on that part of my life. Um, and I thank them tremendously today for that. Um, but because I was still in high school when my son was born, um, we would stay, we we would split time. You know, we would stay like, um, you know, a week at my parents' house and then a week at her parents' house. That way nobody could get their feelings hurt about... You know, where we were spending the majority of our time, where we weren't playing favorites or anything like that. So, leading up to this, you know, throughout, you know, I, I lived at my mom and dad's place from the time that I was four years old. It's the, the same house, the same spot from the time that I was four years old. And growing up, you know, I really didn't have a lot of things happen, you know. You, As a kid, I think everybody, you know, you think you hear things, you think you see things. And, you know, children's imagination, and there's a whole theory on that, too. Well, are they, you know, can they see and experience more, or is it? But I I feel like a lot of it was just my imagination, looking back on it now. I was a kid that watched way too many scary movies, and that had an effect on my psyche.
1: Of course. The environment.
0: Exactly. So, you know, before all that... I I can't say that I wasn't a believer, but I was more of a skeptic, you know, about these things than than I am now. Um. Anyway, uh, not long after he was born, um, you know, my parents, you know, me and Monica were there, and we were we would sleep in the same room at night. Um, uh, but they were still, you know, my, my dad was kind of strict, so we didn't sleep together. I slept. I had a mattress in the floor of my bedroom. And Monica and Connor, my son slept in the bed. Uh, we did have a crib in the room as well, but he spent years sleeping with us in the bed. And that started at this initial, you know, one of those, one of those, one of those parenting, uh, get your kids in their own bed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it started out, you know, things started out really, really small. Um, you know, We had a computer room where the, our, our home computer was located at. We had a computer room directly beside of my room. And see, my room and the computer room and the extended part of the living room, me and my dad and a few family members, we built that on to a single wide trailer. Um, so it was actually not long after we built on that all this stuff started happening. Um, It started out, you know, the the computer would turn on and off throughout the night. Not a big deal. You know, something electrical has to be, you know, easily explain that away. And maybe it still was. But just leading up to the events that all started transpiring, that's where it all started. Um, The computer started turning on and off throughout the night. Then um, the TV in my bedroom would start flipping through. Channels on its own, not like, you know, satellite or what a cable, you know, not channels like that, but like input channels. It will start flipping through like just one after another. Boom, 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 boom. A- again, maybe it's something electrical. I mean, we did build on to this place. I mean, dad is a chief electrician, but, you know, maybe.
1: Maybe you shouldn't tell this part. Did he get permits? <laughs> I don't think
0: it matters now. Anyway, I'm not telling you his name. <laughs> you don't know his name
1: or his address.
0: Nope, you ain't getting none of that. But anyway, the, cha- the, the the TV would start flipping through channels. Um. So again, like I said, you know, it it was weird, but could be explained away. Well, then, um, you would hear like. Okay, you know, throughout the night... Parties? Connor... No, not parties. <laughs> Connor had colic. So, not only was I a 17-year-old first-time father, but a son with colic as well. So, mm-hmm. um, he had colic. So, throughout the night, you know, he, he, he didn't sleep a lot. He was up all throughout the night. And every time he would, the only way to soothe him was to feed him, you know, make him a bottle. So, I started... You know, I would go to the kitchen and make a bottle, and I started hearing heels clicking, like boot heels or or something clicking on the hardwood floor. Like somebody was walking, but nobody was there. Nobody would be up. You know, everybody would be asleep, in bed, couldn't be anything else. You know, complete dead of night, I would hear boot heels clicking.
1: So, apparently, they got ready at your house and left to go to the party.
0: Maybe. Maybe.
1: To Put an explosion be- of positive energy out in the atmosphere. <laughs> you may be but correct. But it was so positive, it traced them back to where they got ready.
0: Yeah, there you go. That may be correct. Maybe correct.
1: Just debunk that part.
0: So we heard that, or I heard that for a few nights. Um, and this is something you'll never get Monica's side of the story from it because um, it scares her to death. She feels like if she even speaks about it, it'll come back. It'll come back. But there are certain parts of this that she experienced as well. And throughout this, let me put this in there too. There would be times, you know, and I know all babies go through emotions like crazy. They're laughing one minute. They're crying one minute, but Connor would be sitting like in his jumper or his swing or even somebody holding him. And he would be staring off, you know, like at nothing. And, and i know that he had colic and so that's also maybe explained away but sometimes he would just start screaming screaming and shaking and you couldn't console him could not console him no matter what you did for long periods of time and then other times he would be staring off in the distance and just start laughing you know like somebody was was tickling him or you know making faces at him you know those kind of things um but anyway, back, you know, I would hear boot heels clicking. Um, well still, you know, it's weird, but I'm not seeing anything. You know, nothing's really affecting me or or anybody that I love, so who cares? So then things started moving. And that's when it gets you know, you go back to the poltergeist activity that you were talking about. Things started moving, and not just not just things but the way my bedroom was set up i had three doors to my bedroom i had the door into the hallway that led to the actual you know trailer that we built onto i had the door to the computer room that was directly right beside and then i had an outside door a door that led outside it was actually the back exit we put into my room um so three doors in my room and there was no You know, we built on, but we didn't add any additional ductwork. So, throughout, you know, severe temperature months and stuff, we would keep the doors open, you know, if we needed heat, air conditioner, whatever. So, the doors would stay open, but the door that was on the hallway side was set, and I don't know if the floor was a little off-level or whatever. If you just left it open and nothing, nothing in front of it, it would... Closed throughout, you know, the time. Like, if you open it up, it would just slowly close back, you know, and, and not close completely, but just butt up to the frame. Yeah. So, you know those big diaper genies? Like, yeah. th- that you put the diapers oh, in so they yeah. don't smell so bad mm-hmm. or whatever? They're big. Until you
1: open the lid?
0: Yeah, yeah. They're big, and they're they're pretty heavy, especially when you have some full diapers in them. Well, I was laying in the mattress one, one night, and we kept that diaper genie in front of to hold open that door. Well, I was dozing off. I was going to sleep and I heard something scooting across the floor. So, you know, I, I bolted upright, looked, and at first I couldn't see anything. I couldn't tell that anything was going on. So I, I started, I laid back down, started to doze back off again. And heard it heard it again and looked up and this diaper genie had moved so i got up moved it back in front of the door checked on my sister checked on my sister my parents everybody was sound asleep monica and connor were asleep so i just moved it back laid it back down thought you know it must just been you know who knows but but something i laid back down started to doze off again a little while later I was a little freaked out at this point I'm not gonna lie so it took me a little longer to, to go back to sleep. Well I heard it again and this time when I heard it and I opened my eyes it was coming directly at me. Nobody around it by itself this diaper genie is scooting across the hardwood floor in my room. I don't know how to explain that away. so that you know that transpired. I couldn't go back to sleep that night. There was no going back to sleep. Um, throughout that time, uh, there would be nights that that Connor would wake up screaming in the middle of the night, not just a, a colicky, hey, I want a bottle scream, but screaming. There would be times that Monica would bolt upright, saying that somebody had just touched her, that she felt like somebody had touched her or put a hand on her shoulder, or the scariest one of those was when I know you've heard of sleep paralysis and people, some people suffering with sleep paralysis, but this wasn't like that. She was moving. She said she felt like somebody was holding her down on her stomach, but she was moving like her, her limbs were moving. Her head was moving, but she said she felt like somebody was holding her down. Um, so I calmed her down, you know, at that, at that point. But, Here we're starting to see a pattern of, you know, things just keep happening, keep happening, keep happening. So I actually got to the point that I talked to my uncle, who's a pastor, you know, even though, and and I wasn't a Christian at this point in my life. You know, I didn't have, I actually believed in no God. I didn't think that there was a God. I was, I was all about, I, I was too smart, too intelligent to believe that there was a God. Um, so, but, but I was desperate at this point, so I went to my uncle, who was a pastor, and started kind of telling him about some of these things, and he told me to put Bibles in front of my doors, to close all my doors at night and put Bibles in front of them. Well, I thought that was the most ridiculous thing that I'd ever heard in my life at that point.
1: Well, keep the doors shut if you edged them in tight.
0: keep the door shut. <laughs> but I thought it was ridiculous at the time, but I did it. And it worked for a little while until I got complacent enough and decided you know what i don't need these this is ridiculous i look like a fool um so i moved the bibles not long after that stuff started happening again i woke up one morning and i had a handprint an arm print across my chest that wrapped around my shoulder my right shoulder okay it was a right hand and the arm print wrapped around my right shoulder i didn't think a thing about it monica pointed it out the next morning. And I, I explained to the I said, well, I must've slept on my arm. I mean, that makes sense. Obviously there's, a, you wake up all the time mm-hmm. with handprint, but there's no possible physical way that I can make an arm print go above my right shoulder. I can't bring my right forearm to go up by my, over top of my right How collarbone.
1: Ever If your right hand was on your chest and you rolled and your left arm went on your right hand and up your shoulder, it would make it look like an arm coming down But to it was right hand.
0: But it wasn't opposite. Even what you're doing right there, you can tell the hand is going this way, but the arm is going that way. It's not coming together. It, it's, it's at an angle. This was fluid. One straight shot, a hand connected to an arm. So that was weird. But a lot of these events happened. A lot of these, you know, seeing or not seeing things, but hearing things. Um, There was one night that I was making a bottle and I heard the boot heels clicking through the the dining room and then the living room toward my bedroom.
1: Did you feel dread?
0: I did feel dread. I felt instant dread. Mm, They're right. So I tried to, I dropped what I was doing and I tried to race these as great, as ridiculous as that sounds excuse me, I tried to race these boot heels to my bedroom because the only thing I was thinking was whatever this is is going toward Monica and Connor. Okay, here's another crazy thing. If Connor wasn't around or wasn't in the room or anything, nothing happened. I didn't experience anything without Connor being right there. And we'll get to that in just a minute. But I tried to race these boot heels to the room we got at the door about the same time. I could still hear them. Like it's like we were in step. When I got there, the TV cut on, started changing through the channels, the input channels again, and Connor woke up screaming bloody murder. I mean, screaming to the top of his lungs, shaking another uncontrollable, you know, just couldn't console him. So that sequence of events all happening at the same time, you know, I I was super freaked out. So again, I talked to my uncle, and and we had a little conversation about you know what could possibly be going on. Okay, getting to the end of the story because I know this has ran a little long. Um, but we were we live in a place where you know we can take off from our house and ride ATVs or side by sides, you know, and and barely re- touch the hardtop, you of know, course. barely touch the pavement, pave, you know main road. So a lot of times at at that time, my parents and a lot of their friends and family would take off at night and go go four-wheeling. So while they were doing this one night, um, me and Monica were watching a movie in the living room. We had the baby monitor beside our head and Connor was asleep, was actually asleep in his crib. We were trying to take some mommy and daddy time, sitting there watching a movie, relaxing with the baby monitor. So we're sitting there, we're watching this movie, and I hear like it's almost like a whispering or a mumbling over the baby monitor, which those things are crazy. You know, sometimes it's just weird stuff. So I stopped for a second, listened, nothing, got back to watching the movie. A few minutes later, same thing. I acted like, I, or sounded like I heard like a mumbling, like speech on the baby monitor. So I stopped again. I muted the the movie we were watching, started listening to the monitor again. Nothing. And the way the living room is set up, you can see into the bedroom. Like you can see through the living room from the couch where we were sitting. You could see through the computer room into the bedroom. Okay, the lights were off in the bedroom. The crib is just to the left of where I'm sitting there looking. The crib is just to the left of the door. But. You know, so I can't directly see him, but I can see into the room. But still, that was I mean, some mumbling going on the baby monitor. I went in to check it out just to see, you know, if anything was going on, if he was laying on top of it, you know, something. Walked in, he's he's sound asleep, everything's cool. So I go back, sit down, start watching the movie again. And this mumbling thing happens like two or three more times. It keeps happening. Finally to the point where I was just like, okay, there's something wrong with the monitor. So I just forgot about it. Kept watching the movie. Probably 10, 20 minutes go by, and all of a sudden, man, and I, all of a sudden, I'm sitting there, and over the monitor, and I don't, I don't know a specific word that was said, or what, but I just heard what sounded like the word Now. But it was like, no, that's what came across the baby monitor. So I jumped up. I ran into the room or to the entrance of my bedroom, looked over at the crib. And standing over top of the crib, way taller than I am, and hunched over, over the crib, was this black form this black shape it, there, there was no there was no human features but somehow i felt like it turned toward me somehow i felt like it was looking straight into my eyes but all i thought at that moment was the most primitive instinct that any parent could have <clears throat> i've got to get my child out of harm's way and whatever this is is not Is not beneficial for my baby. So I scoop him up. I tell Monica we're going. I get in the car and I leave and didn't even come back for weeks. You know, forget the whole favoritism thing and spending time, you know, a week at a time. And I told my parents flat out, Mom kind of believed a little. Dad, flat out thought I was nuts and I was crazy and I was just making it all up to to spend more time with her parents <laughs> or whatever but that, that's the last thing that I have but just a few days later my sister who's three years younger than I am I'm 17 at the time so she would have been 14 years old she calls me in a panic one day while I'm at Monica's she calls me in a panic and is crying sobbing And tells me that I need to come to the house as fast as I possibly can to mom and dad's house. That she'd be waiting for me at the end of the driveway. And I'm like, what? She said, just get here. So I'm thinking something terrible has gone on now. You know, so I go into the most primitive brotherly instinct. I jumped in the truck and I went as fast as I possibly could to my mom and dad's house. Well, I get there and she's standing at the end of the driveway, still crying. So I'm trying to console her, ask her what's going on, and she tells me that she's in the shower. And while she's in the shower, she hears this big commotion going on in the living room. So she thinks that somebody's broken in or that somebody had come home or, you know, whatever. But she's always been a tough, a super tough girl. You know, she's not scared of anything she jumps out of the shower, wraps a towel around herself, opens up the door, starts screaming on the way out the door. And it's we're not talking very far at all from the bathroom to the living room. Goes in there and furniture's just it's it's a mess. Like the couch is scooted halfway across the floor, the living room floor. The recliner is tilted up on its top. The coffee table is tilted or is flipped on its side. Like somebody came in and just wrecked the place. The door was still locked. All the windows were locked. There was no sign of any break-in at all. I mean, I looked the place up and down completely over. No sign of anything. So, do I know 100% that that was supernatural or paranormal? No, I don't. But I do, deep in my core, I feel like that was whatever evil entity that I seen that night was mad. And it was mad because Connor wasn't there anymore. I just, as deep in my core as I could possibly believe, I believe that.
1: Or, and just hear me out. It could either be a funnel ghost (laughs) or ectoplasm, because that shit's like a tornado.
0: That's true. That is true, man. That's true.
1: And, you know, we can only see in certain spectrums of light. And yeah. I would assume ectoplasm. Well, no, they said it's white or gray, so you'd be able to see that. Yeah. Probably wasn't ectoplasm. Probably the funnel ghost.
0: Dude, I got chills right now. Just
1: just a freaking cat five funnel ghost come through that living room and just wrecked tore shop. shit up. It's wrecked like, shop. Screw this couch. I hate this table. But I have to say. That
0: was the last experience. You know, I've been to dad's place, you know, the rest of my adult life and and my teenage life. You know, from the time I was 17 to now, which has been 15 years, I've never had another experience. I've stayed the night there. I've stayed, up. I mean, never had another experience at all.
1: Yeah, you know what? Actually, let me go back over here. <clears throat> but again... That actually... Not to interrupt you, sorry. No,
0: you're you're fine. You're
1: good. Um Where were we at here? Einstein's theory relatively punched his
0: people. <laughs> but again, going back to what I believe. At that time I couldn't explain it. You know, I just I knew what you see in scary movies and paranormal investigators talk about. That's that's all that I knew. But now, looking back at it, I don't know. I can't tell you a specific event that was going on in my life that would have made some form of demonic activity seek me out or seek Connor out, which is always what I felt like it was more about. But that's
1: what I believe. <clears throat> so poltergeist is a German word meaning noisy spirits. I should have went over this. You should have. Because... Apparently, it fell right in. Apparently, you had a poltergeist. And what I had seen... Now, let's see. That's poltergeist activity. Now, let me go up here to poltergeist as a type of ghost. Because I'm pretty sure it says that it can end just as fast as it begins. Yeah. That's that is, their explanation. That
0: is what they say about poltergeist activity.
1: So, uh... let's see <laughs> some experts experts explain it as a mass form of energy that a living person is controlling unknowingly Connor was a living person who probably didn't know if he was controlling something or not yeah, you're correct um, whatever the case may be poltergeists have caught the attention of paranormal enthusiasts experts scientists and many others who are just plain curious um, It starts out slowly and mildly, then begins to intensify. Now, let's get down to the activity of it. <laughs> Nuts. The activity that takes place will start off with knocks and bangs. Clicking of heels. Yeah. The furniture starting to move by itself. Diaper genie. Then the activity will become more intense, manif- manifesting itself through voices and even the appearance of full apparitions. Furniture may slide across the room and beds may shake. Many shows are based on this type of haunting because it tends to be the most terrifying and rarest type of haunting that occurs.
0: So that's almost verbatim.
1: What happened to you? Is a poltergeist. My experience. Yeah. So it wasn't demonic at all. It was a poltergeist. <laughs> well, if oh, you believe. It's two different ones. If it's two. you believe. Leave it to the experts, Justin, okay? Well, even the experts
0: can't tell you what poltergeist activity is, because usually... Well,
1: is the rarest form, so we don't no have apparition. that much case study. We <laughs> well, don't exactly. know.
0: Study me. Study me.
1: Yeah. Okay, so, now, into the debunking of this. Okay. I got nothing. But... <laughs> <laughs> so, well, what you that's, say, that's,
0: psychologically? That's the thing. I've done, you know, throughout the tailing of these events, I've done my own debunking. So I kind of took that away from you. I'm sorry. Well, no, that's fine. I should have gave you a couple layups.
1: No, 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 that's fine. Uh, I'm glad you were able to say, you know, could have been this, could have been that, because I completely agree Yeah. on those aspects. My other question is, when Monica had her experiences, had you already told her about the diaper genie and all that?
0: Well no, throughout Did you this plant that seed. No, throughout this process she doesn't talk about that that's what she does not talk about any of this stuff. Never has from the time that we've been dating to now. If there is something strange that happens in my life and I go to her to try to talk about, it, she sh- she shuts it down completely, automatically.
1: Every time my wife says, "Did you hear that?" I just look at her and go, "Never happened."
0: <laughs> yeah. It so that's kind of the way she is, but only things that scare her or things that make her have to think. Well, I understand
1: a, she didn't talk about it, but did you tell her about your experience?
0: Well, some of these things, I, I'm not, I, honestly, I can't answer that question or the 100% clicks. honestly because she was experiencing these things like the TV changing channels. She was right there watching it with me, the computer turning on and off. She was right. Which there. Which would
1: those things? A computer could do that because of an update. Yeah, it could. It could. Um, uh, the TV could do that because it's malfunctioning. Yep. What if it just ever so often? That's it what could. it did.
0: It could. But um, again, you know, she would wake up in the middle of the night. Justin, did you hear that? You know, she would. In
1: addition to the house built on Indian burial grounds, so yes, you know what? I heard it. Just go back to sleep.
0: No joke. This This did all start happening after we built on. So I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know if there was something... Maybe
1: there was a traumatic event in that spot. Maybe. And if it imprinted, if it was bad and putting all that negative energy out into the atmosphere (laughs) in a big giant supernova blast imprinting and recording that event. Yeah. What if there was a dude that like touched... Could have, Could have happened. Connor was a baby. That's and true. He imprinted right there. Well,
0: you know, I did do a lot of, honestly, way more. I kind of, after that last event, I became a little crazy obsessed with researching and looking into what this is, what these things are. That's the first time I heard the term shadow man or shadow people hat man you know all these different things but i did learn that this was something that people People experienced that people had stories to tell about see
1: i want to i want to question the i wish i could find who wrote that article yeah bring them on the show but you know dude you well you
0: and me both we listen to a lot of paranormal I podcasts. It. I don't as far believe
1: as, in any of that stuff, yeah.
0: but that subject entertainment-wise.
1: Entertainment, it, it entertains me. I love that.
0: Yeah, but in especially a certain podcast that I listen to, it's nothing but viewer stories or viewer listener stories that they send in. Oh yeah. Based on first-hand accounts, their own accounts. And the number of people that seeing these shadow man, hat man stories in, it's it's crazy, and it ranges anywhere from, oh well, it was just standing at the foot of my bed to it was chasing me across or through a crowded park. Oh yeah, I mean, the you know,
1: I think the scariest ones that I listen to like that are the Let's Not Meet Agains, where actual there are monsters in this world, but they are other human beings. Uh,
0: I agree with that.
1: I think that's the scariest thing in the world. Is it's not ghosts, it's not monsters, it's not any of this crap. It's other human beings because people are nuts. Oh yeah, the person who wrote that is nuts. <laughs> yeah. But I'd love to have them on this show. Like just <laughs> well, let's get them in. Let's get. I'm gonna I'm gonna research you. I'm gonna hunt you down, and you just know. <laughs> yeah. You just know her name is Sunflower Snow Princess. A really right now, name. she's eating something gluten-free out in a field of sunflowers, and oh, I can't come into work today because my aura is
0: all out of whack. Yeah, gotta have my uh, my monthly aura massage. Just
1: shoot yourself, <laughs> but <laughs> no, put this theory to the test. But <laughs> yeah, so um, a large thing of that psychologically, you were researching these things because. You experience these things, correct? You want to understand, yes. So, when you look into those things, but this was afterwards, part of the after they started, yeah. the, uh, yes. But remember the part of the Bible, and a lot of people associate it with drinking and things like that. But it says, uh, it's not what you put into the body. But what comes out
0: exactly, yeah,
1: that, that is the sin. It's that the, the sin is not what you put in your body, and I think to what me, goes into
0: the body does is not what defiles a man, it's what, it's comes, what out. comes out, it's yes. like
1: just like you know, you can't help the thoughts that enter your mind, but when those thoughts become an action or a word, that's when they become sin in the Christian belief, correct? So, in that aspect, taking that in mind, see, I hit you with some biblical fact, but uh, um, I love it, I love yeah, it right there. So, uh, with that fact, um, or with that statement, herd mentality, okay? And there are hundreds of cases of mass hysteria, which I think the paranormal movement is a lot of mass hysteria. Funnel ghost? Come on. (laughs) Yeah. It's not just fog.
0: But do you believe (laughs) that if enough people... Believe something to be true,
1: you know manifest, then they can
0: somehow manifest that into existence.
1: Uh, I don't know, I don't know about that. That's, I mean, I could sit here all day and think about, I tell you what, I'm, I'm gonna break this record or that record and just put that out in the universe. I, you know, how many times I put out, I'm gonna win the lottery in the universe, <laughs> yeah.
0: But that's I just, don't think that works. But that's just you. That's not a collective group of listeners. Hundreds or thousands I need you to agree with me
1: right now. <laughs> Ryan is going to win the lottery. <laughs> I don't play lottery, but <laughs> <laughs> it's uh Anyways, you don't. It's want... kind of what I'm saying. Those seeds were planted, okay? Because I'm assuming when you research this stuff and you look those things up. The people who are writing about them are probably close to the people that were writing about these things I looked up. Is that fair to Yeah, that's fair to say. Okay, so they were probably stating it matter-of-factly. And with the things you were experiencing at the same time, and these people are hitting the nail on the head, I just read everything you experienced under Poltergeist. Yeah. You did. And we'd already agreed poltergeist is a movie. That's that's <laughs> yeah. what it is. You and but, I both said that.
0: But that's the that's the thing. My research didn't even start. Looking into this stuff didn't even start until after these events, events were the, completely done. Yes. Until I seen what I seen and left. I didn't re, I didn't look into it. Because I do believe that the more you intake of something that's what your life is going to be about. That's what you're going to talk about. That's what you're going to think about. That's what. So if you don't have a a balance, then you know. So so even at that time, you know, I didn't just dive into horror or spooky or the paranormal or you know, I I didn't research this stuff. That's not what I was about. Like I told you, then I was I was a skeptic. You know, I didn't believe in any of this stuff. But when it happens. You start believing, and then, then I became curious. Then I wanted to know what was that, and why did it happen? That's when my looking into started. Was totally and completely after, you know, probably a couple weeks.
1: And I I understood that's what you were saying, but I'm saying the way you believe now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That impacted that. Well. Well, I mean, probably impacted that. It definitely, the way I it say. definitely they really impacts. They were planting those seeds yeah, like that's probably what this was. It
0: definitely impacts the way I believe now. Like I stated earlier, then it was just a game, or not a game, but it was a, um, a point in my life when I became, you know, when God saved me, that I had to understand. Okay, how does this play? How does this go together? You know, that was the only big.
1: Well, it I mean, probably morally bothered you, like well, it did. Yeah. How can I believe in exactly. this but still think this is going on? And, and always... how can I explain this? And which has also led you to your explanations on what you believe it is now? If yeah. I, yeah, I mean that's that's you're a correct absol- statement, you're right? Absolutely because right. your faith plays a role in how you live your life, and you don't want to contradict your faith, exactly. Exactly. By having this other, talk to somebody about Jesus and be like, yeah, but this shadow man and this funnel ghost came through right in my dad's <laughs> living room. It was terrible.
0: For the record, Not, it, I didn't say it was a funnel ghost. Again, that was Ryan.
1: There's no other explanation. <laughs> um, But no, so, yeah, that
0: plays, that's that's a huge part.
1: So a herd mentality, mm-hmm. everybody who is, oh my God, ghost hunters is my favorite. You don't watch it? I love it when people talk about Ghost Hunters, and I'm like, oh, my God, are you serious? And they're like, you don't watch Ghost Hunters? Like, I'm the idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they're like, did you not? Oh, my gosh. There was this one time, blah blah walked in this room. He just, he got dizzy, passed out. And I was like, oh, yeah? Oh. Huh? Was there a methane leak or a- uh <laughs> Is he a paid he,
0: actor on a dramatized series?
1: Did they yeah. show him pass out? They probably showed like a clip later, but and then it's just him coming to like. I just need water. <laughs> and this is the point I was finally able to speak again. I was really cold. I'm like oh god, so herd mentality. Yeah, all those people, and then you talk about, and then like myself because I don't believe in these things. But I enjoy paranormal podcasts, scary stories told in the dark, uh, darkness prevails. I love every one of those. No Sleep Podcasts, all these scary stories. I like them for the art that it is. These people can write these stories and they're so good. Some of them I'm like, yeah, now nope, try again. But of them, I just enjoy listening to it, but it probably doesn't affect me in that way because I don't believe in that crap. Right, yeah. But like one of them I listen to, and I can't, I want to say it's Darkness Prevails. It's just this guy, and he gets all these stories from people that share on Reddit, things like that, and just, and they send them to him, and he just reads people's experiences for like, he'll do like five-hour podcasts. Yeah. And it's just five hours of a compilation of uh, things people see in the woods or things people see uh, in graveyards. And I like listening to that. I like hearing what people have to say. Um, there's another one I listen to. There's a Bigfoot podcast. Some of them I'm like, mm. and then some of them, it's hard to discount their stories because I want to believe Bigfoot is real. Now, I know we're going to have a crypto thing later. I'm just putting this out there. I want to believe he's real. Is he real? Mm, Probably not. Was Gigantopithecus real? Yes. We have proof of that. Yeah. Is Bigfoot real? Probably not. (laughs) But I hope he is. But he's
0: interdimensional.
1: (laughs) Oh, Jesus. There's more (laughs) of that... Oh, Lord, there's one of that portal hauntings. Apparently, Bigfoot created portals, and the ghosts are like, Psst. Here in Justin's
0: Crazy Corner, uh, we're Screw talking about this interdimensional Bigfoot and portal hauntings.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go get me some of that dimension. <laughs> <laughs> Open it up, Bigfoot. So, her mentality. And then it goes in, his little explanation from this, uh... Thanks to campfire tales, dollar horror flicks, spooky notions can infiltrate our subconscious, even without any real-life supernatural encounters. Like somebody could never experience anything like like I've never experienced anything like this. Yeah, but say somebody like me who's never experienced anything like this, um, believed in every bit of it. It. it it would be a herd mentality type of thing. You well, then, are it, then it comes again to like we
0: kinda of talked about earlier. If you seek it, you'll find it. If you seek it enough, you will find
1: it. That is the title of that. You want to believe. There you go. That's the explanation of that. That's it. You want to believe in it. And so that,
0: and that wraps it up completely, I think. If on you that want end, to see
1: something. Yeah, you're gonna see it. If these people are going like you guys went and did that tour of that abandoned hospital yep. up there. Yep. Um, people go to that because they want to have paranormal experiences because they truly believe in those things. I want to go there so I can explain to you. It's, there's a train outside, Justin. (laughs) It's a train. It's train tracks. This is an old building. We're lucky. It's still standing. Yeah. Okay. Yes. It's cold in the basement. I have to explain this again. Cold falls anyway. Okay. So moving on to that next one, I'm going to go speed up with this. Uh, You'd rather not risk it. Um, It's easy to disregard the notion of paranormal activity in broad daylight, but everything changes when you head into dark basements and things like that. That is true. That is true. Unfamiliar and threatening environments kick our survival instincts up a notch. Guess what happens when adrenaline kicks in and hormones are released? And senses are uh, heightened and your sight's taken away because it's dark down there. Nobody's afraid of the dark. they're afraid of the absence of light. Correct. okay because technically there there is no dark yeah you're right? <laughs> There's just the absence of light. but all right, so you need a little company, apparently. That's all I needed. Orphans are lonely, and they just conjure (laughs) these dudes up. And when they grow up, they're like, hey, man, I don't need you no more. I got a girlfriend now. And then these funnel ghosts go and wreck your dad's living room. Yeah. I blame the orphans. Um, No, but in that, one one of the explanations they give is like the phantom limb. Like uh, my wife's grandmother has a prosthetic leg from the knee down, but tells us all the time how bad her left foot hurts. Yeah. You hear that all the time. Phantom pains. Same thing right there. Okay, so now your brain is unwell. That's what I really want to get a hold of that person that wrote those articles because I want them to understand you. You need medicine. You you need help. You need help. There's no shame.
0: Mental okay? health is real.
1: Hopefully, we get a couple of these mental health things that we get to promote. You know, have oh, advertisements. Yeah, because yeah, be I really great. want to put those out there, especially for these. Uh, Well, now, a lot of people working from home, yeah, not interacting with people on a daily basis, that can play a little effect on your psyche. These last
0: two years, mental health-wise, I'm sure, has got to be the most trying years of anybody in in my lifetime.
1: Look at how many...
0: Oh, just look at the stats.
1: uh, ...medical professionals have created... Had... People create for them platforms where mental health yeah. is a Zoom call away yep. because, and I'm, you know, yes. Now, have I missed a day of work? No, I was working for the Air Force. We went in, we we were, uh, what do you call it? essential personnel. Right. We went in every day. But uh, a lot of people didn't have that luxury and didn't interact with people. Maybe they live alone. Um, maybe they're elderly and they're alone all the time anyway. Yeah. Your brain can be unwell and it doesn't mean you're crazy or...
0: Well, your brain is just like any other part of your body. If you break your arm, you're going to go to the doctor and get it fixed, correct? You're not just going to walk around with a exactly. broke arm. So when you break your brain, you need to go to a professional and get it fixed. Mm-hmm. I mean, just... it. And that's there's there should be no shame in that, and that's one bad thing about the area that we live in.
1: The, it is there's such the a stigma. stigma, yes,
0: in this area when it comes to mental health, and I mean they just treat a, a lot of people. Not I'm not gonna say everybody, but a lot of people treat mental health awareness like it's just a fluke, like it's made up. You just you tough it out, you suck it up, Buttercup, and you just keep marching on. And it leads to, look at the substance abuse rates we have in this area. Look oh. at the opioid addiction that we have in this area. Yeah. Look at the domestic abuse. Look at all these different things in this area. because, And, and I'm not going to say solely because of, but a huge part is the stigma on mental health in this area that we live in.
1: And, and I 100% agree with that also. So the last point I'm going to make, Is you're getting some bad vibrations. This is my favorite. (laughs) This is my favorite one. In the early 1980s, British engineer Vic Tandy was working in research lab of a medical supply company when a strange feeling came over him. All at once he felt frigid. He got cold, an overwhelming sense of impending doom. He was terrified. As he paced around the room to calm down, he suddenly sensed an ethereal presence. Just knew something or somebody was watching him. Uh, Moments later, he was sure he saw a gray apparition. You know, those funnel ghosts, they they were right through, especially those Category five. There and gone. Uh, he He swore he seen a gray apparition in his peripheral view. When he whirled around, the specter was gone. Tandy's colleagues had warned him the facility might be haunted. They, the herd mentality, tried to to put that in his brain, but the engineer was a skeptic by nature, so he scoured the place for an explanation. Uh, The culprit turned out to be a fan that hummed at a rate of 18.9 hertz. Though we can't sense their quivering, our eyeballs vibrate, at a very similar frequency. The sound threw Tandy's vision for a loop and caused him a vague spook. So basically, those energy waves, because our body produces energy, it's not an aura. <laughs> Okay, so uh, but uh, thermodynamics, that's everything. Your body heat, your body's not just sitting still. Everything has to be moving. Everything, all the matter you're made up of is moving, colliding. That causes thermodynamics, and that's why we stay at the body temperature wet. And that's why if we get any colder, we die, and if we get too hot, our brains fry. Not really. We we die. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, everything's always moving, and that fan was humming at the perfect rate where his eyeballs were vibrating at the same
0: rate. That is crazy.
1: And it just, it had to mess with your sensory system, which would sensory, feel, sight, all that. He felt cold. Then he had all these emotions, like what the crap's going on? And then all of a sudden, his colleagues are coming in his head. Look out, there's ghosts down there. Watch the funnels. If you see any fog, that's crazy. Don't go near it. But, I mean, in most in and your mind is playing tricks on itself. Yeah. Uh, basically, if you go into something expecting to see something. You're going to see it. You're going to see it. Yeah. Uh, if I go out in the woods and I'm hunting, perfect example, deer hunters will get this. Every little leaf that flicks, everything like that. That's a like, deer. Oh, that's a deer tail. Not,
0: not only is it a deer, it's a giant buck. Uh, it's
1: a, oh, it's the biggest buck you've ever seen. Yeah. No, it's Chippendale. Yeah. They're... Scurrying down the hillside. They make so much noise. They do. <laughs> I know we've gone really long. But uh, this was a really fun podcast. This was too. a fun this podcast. Was a, I love And
0: it. there was so much info that we shared back and forth with your research and my experiences and just just bouncing questions off of each other. And, yeah, we had a little bit of fun with it. But we actually stayed on topic for this long.
1: The whole, the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, that's the insane part. Even when we got off on Ghostbusters, it's about this topic. Yeah. So, what was the other thing we got off on? We got off on. A I don't
0: remember. We're getting off right now, but right? it wasn't bad. Not like you know,
1: off the subject. Yeah, don't take that bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> got off the subject. Um, but no, man, this is you know I said coming into it. This is an episode that I don't think people want to miss because. It's super interesting. No matter what side you stand on, whether you're a skeptic or you're a believer in these things, it's interesting regardless. Yeah. Because you either look at it in a um, psychological, maybe energy wave, kind of the scientific side, or you look at it in the supernatural, spiritual side. Yeah. So either way you you go about it, it's an interesting topic and there are millions and millions and millions and millions of firsthand hand accounts that have happened all throughout history all yeah. throughout history.
1: actually it said poltergeist can be traced back to the Roman times
0: yeah well I mean look the, the epic of Gilgamesh
1: well, we know the Jews didn't like Romans the so. old yeah
0: <laughs> the epic of Gilgamesh, the oldest written account that we have has tales in it of spirits coming to speak to the living. So it goes back as far as written history, these accounts of communication with the supernatural. So regardless of what you think about it or where you stand or what your opinion is, it's an interesting topic. Oh, yeah, And it's a topic that I don't know if we'll ever completely know the truth. I don't know that we will. Regardless of what you think or believe, it's still just your opinion.
1: Oh, and on the fact that he went ahead and said that science cannot prove their existence. Yeah. That, that also lets us know, okay, technology is science. Yes. So these experts using EMFs and... Oh God. I know. None of that works. None of that... None of that works. <laughs> Little flashlight <laughs> trick. Seriously, they uns- They told you they unscrew it. Okay? Did you guys hear me explain that everything is made up of the same matter? Everything. Those trees out there are made of the same matter that you're made up of. Yep. And guess what? They are constantly moving. And guess what's happening? When you put... Unscrew the head of a flashlight to where all they got to do is screw it in just a little bit, make that light come on. And then <laughs> it makes a connection or something like, look at that, look at that. Oh, there it is. Flashlight came on. Now turn it off. And then it loses connection.
0: It's really good with their timing.
1: That Oh, yeah. It's not editing at all. No. It no. happened right then. No. It, that's when it happened. It just. <sighs> yeah. I know. So scientifically, everything you see, people, listen to me. Everything you see these professionals, quote-unquote, doing is all boo-hockey. It's, there's no scientific way to prove or disprove whether ghosts are real or not. Now, these guys are not going to tell you that because they're making all kinds of money doing yeah. what they're doing. I'd go act like an idiot for two hours. We're doing it right now, and we ain't making nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but... All right, man. That's all I got. This was really fun. I love this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. You know, it helped that we did put... You know, we were just so excited to get started. We didn't do as much research as we should have on the first one. And I think
0: down the road, we can come back to artificial intelligence because that's such a broad... Let's
1: start calling it what it is. Machine learning. Machine learning. That is what it is. That's what it is. Machine learning.
0: We'll come back to that. But I'm, I'm with you. I totally agree. This was a fun, super fun episode. I had a blast. I had more fun watching how animated you got. Explain D- all these
1: things. I wish we had you two. I'm telling you. Um, I do too. I want these people that wrote these articles to look into my eyes as I look into the camera. <laughs> So I can explain to them. Now, my brothers and sisters, when they listen to this, they're gonna be like, "Yeah, I know exactly what he's doing right now." Because I've, oh yeah, I've been like whoever, doing, who,
0: anybody that knows you knows exactly. They know what, what I'm doing right now. Body language is gonna is gonna match up with what you're saying.
1: My hat is yeah. still pointing straight up, and my hat is <laughs> yeah. on the crown of my head. I. Oh man, it's just uh, it's one of those things you want you know. When Like, I wholeheartedly believe what I believe, and I know these people do, too, but you just want to shake them, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But, you know what? They're entitled to their opinions. They're entitled to their beliefs. I will not down them, okay? Just because I think something's ridiculous doesn't mean everybody does, and that's okay for them. It's not for me. Yeah. So, I want people to be clear on that. So, whoever listens to this, uh, our listener, (laughs) but... Whoever listens to this podcast, don't take it that I'm just browbeating you and uh, saying you're an idiot for believing the way you believe. That's not what I'm saying. I'm so, now, some of the things they put in there were pretty ridiculous. Come on. Tornado ghost. Yeah. Sharknado is more believable than a funnel ghost. Well, that
0: actually is uh, possible.
1: With water spouts, yeah. With water spouts. Yeah.
0: So, you could write that one off as, you know. Maybe Probably. that's where they got the idea. <laughs> Maybe. But this I mean, was, it was man. a
1: guppy, but we were going to ride shark, man. Sharks, no, it's nothing scary about guppy. Shark sounds
0: out. way better than guppy. But no, man, this episode, I had a great time. Uh I hope that all the listeners out there enjoyed it. I hope you found it interesting. I hope that uh, you took a little bit of information from this. Um And if you do have um, things to share... Uh, If you have a story of your own that you would like to share with us, um, you can contact me through email at justinkaiser89 at gmail. Uh,
1: You can contact Ryan at ratliff 16 at gmail. Uh, Before we go any further, I want to give a huge thank you and a shout out to our boss, Brad Hill, once again. We did this on the first podcast, but we forgot to thank him. And I wrote this down in my notebook. Thank God I just remembered this, because we just did a whole episode distracted. We'd have done it again. Yeah. Thank you so much, Brad, for... Now, the music you're going to hear at the end of this podcast, leading out, this is all Brad Hill. Drums, guitar, everything you hear is Brad. Uh, he composed this. He... He wrote this, composed it, he did everything, and he allowed us to use that because there's no way we could, like, get Zeppelin to let us put a song on, but, (laughs) you know, because it'd be cashmere for sure. Absolutely. But but, uh, Brad let us use this song he created, you know, just because he's that type of dude and he's awesome. And I just want to really thank you, Brad. I don't even know if you'll make it this far in the podcast, but we are thanking you.
0: But if you do, just to let you know, there is a killer track at the end of each episode, and Ryan is correct. It's all composed completely by Brad Hill. It's a killer track. Check it out. Even if you skip over the entire podcast just to check out the music, check it out.
1: And if you do that, you have to share us.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Please
1: share us on your social media platforms. So maybe other people can listen in. They can contact us. When they, when we can start establishing contacts with listeners, I think we're going to... We may plan to do a subject down the road, but, but when changed. these start coming in, we're going to have to address these and be like, okay. yeah, Maybe we do an extra podcast during the week. If we start getting these emails, just about whatever that topic was, these questions are in.
0: Yeah. And send these things to our emails, not just, you know, not just stories of the, of the paranormal or supernatural or whatever, but you know, if you have topic ideas, if you have comments based on the episodes that you've listened to, if you have anything that you have at all, if you're listening to this, feel free to shoot us an email, feel free to tell us what you think, If you agree or disagree, we love conversation. We love opening dialogue so that people can come together, even if it is opposing views. Just have the conversation. Ryan said it earlier. Turn off your TV and open dialogue. That's the main thing. That's what we need to do. But this was a lot of fun. Ryan. Anything else?
1: Nope. Did I'm we, done, man. Did, we we got to be, I think we've been on here almost three hours. We,
0: it's been, uh, well, we're a little over two right now.
1: Oh, so yeah, a little bit longer than the last <laughs> one, but we yeah. have more material to cover because yeah. we yeah. did more stuff. We're really going to have to learn to do bullet points.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Uh, we, well, us. we're both, uh, we need a team. Also, if you'd like to help out this podcast in any kind of way, if you are a an, an organized, um, Person that can bring stuff together and and make something. Out of it, let, let us know. Hit us. Let hit us up if you want to be a part of this. Um, myself and Ryan, we're kind of the same personality when it comes to that. We're a wing it, shoot from the hip. Uh, we are visionaries. We see point A, or we, well, we started at point A, but we see point Z. And to have a team to be able to take care of B, C, D, E, you know, that's what every good podcast has. Yes. So if you like what you are hearing and you want to be a part of it, let us know that too. Um, You know, that's, that's what this is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be about coming together as people, having conversations. Some of them may be, um, you know, really information field scientific conversations. Some of them may be like this. And like we said before, you know, hunting, fishing, moonshining, you know, we're going to get to, we're going to get to things that are really, that's all they are, are conversations. So if you like it and want to be a part of it, let us know as well. But that's all I got, man. That's all I got. I've had a fun episode.
1: Yeah, I'm losing interest fast. (laughs) (laughs) That's something I say at work, people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, again, thanks for checking us out. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, Tune in again next week. This episode will be dropping Monday evening. What you're hearing right now will be dropping Monday evening. Um, That's what these episodes are going to drop every Monday evening, unless something major happens. Uh, And then in that that case, we'll let you know.
1: just follow us on whatever platform you download us on, and then will let us. you know when a new episode comes up. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can turn those alerts on. Do that. But please, 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 Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, please share us. Uh, we really want to make this work. I think this was a lot better than our first one. Absolutely. I think, and we're just going to get better. It's going to keep getting better. Yep. All right. I've lost
0: interest. If you like what you hear, share us. I don't care how you share us. Just share us. But if nothing else, man, we hope to see you guys again. Well, we hope you guys are listening to this again next week. But until next time.
1: Good morning, San Francisco. I mean, good night, San
0: Francisco. Until next time. See you guys later. bye. <laughs>